0: Welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guests and I's adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Starry, and I'm a 15-plus year veteran of the Twin Cities Minnesota Metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Starry, that's S-T-A-R-Y music.net. Also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and see live streaming of many of my performances on Periscope. My new album, White Knuckle Life, as well as my other original records are available for download on iTunes, CD Baby, etc. This podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe on iTunes. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. Also, consider helping get the word out in the street via social media, five-star rating and review on iTunes, word of mouth, etc. Happy Thought of the Day is by Levon Helm. If you pour some music on whatever's wrong, it'll sure help out. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Enjoy! Welcome back to the Mark Steri Music Podcast, episode 22, last week's gigs wrap-up. Wednesday, I played a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota. I asked my little fan, Ella, if she wanted to hear a song, and she surprisingly said, Closer to the End, which is a song off my Memory Music Rewind record. Made me realize that I should be reviewing some of my older original material, and I'll be working on that very soon. Thursday, I played a solo hospital fundraiser show at The Orchard in Baldwin, Wisconsin. Huge thanks to Courtney for hiring me for all these events. Friday, I played a solo show at Nova in Hudson, Wisconsin. Tried out my new Ibanez Artcore AF85 guitar. I'm buying from Steve Merrill and absolutely loved it. I could have played another three hours. My classic Takamini G-Series I bought from Dan Neal years and years ago has been through it with me thick and thin, but it was kind of refreshing jamming on a new rig. Saturday, Brian K. Johnson and myself wandered on out to a thirsty otter in Balsam Lake, Wisconsin to raise some cane at their spring break party. Opposite of Friday night, though, the new electric guitar plugged straight into the mixer with no amp didn't work for the duo show. Duh. So after the first set, I sped back to my folks' in Turtle Lake, Wisconsin to pick up the old guitar. Johnson's trusty Tahoe's interior lights would flash with every bump on the road, literally begging police to pull me over, but I made it back to the Otter. I ran back on stage, plugged in, and just as most people were leaving. Oh well. Still jammed out, and it was a funny night for the books. Upcoming shows... Wednesday, March 16th, 2016, I'll be performing a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota from 8 to 10 p.m. Friday, March 18th, 2016, Brian K. Johnson and myself will be rocking out at Lucky's 13 in Plymouth, Minnesota from 7 to 10 p.m. Saturday, I'll be performing a solo show at Public Kitchen and Bar in Lower Town, St. Paul, Minnesota from 8 to 10 p.m guest this week is a twin cities country folk americana music veteran jason paulson we discuss his new album a crow river ramble leave on helm the statue of robert the bruce cd release shows etc enjoy the conversation Mr. Jason Paulson, welcome to the Mark Stary Music Podcast. Good to see you, my friend. Thanks for
1: coming on the show. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it, man.
0: We are here at the YZ Bar and Grill in beautiful Wisetta, Minnesota. And we'd like to thank the manager, Chad, for putting us here in the liquor store back by the fancy cigars and wine bottles. <laughs> and we are, uh, all the people are giving odd looks as they walk by looking up their beers and stuff, but we're having a good time. Yeah. BS and back here. I want to talk to Jason. Uh, we used to play together many, many years ago, many, opening many years for uh, ago. Grayson and stuff. I think uh, back in the old, the Uptowner and all that stuff, and yeah, fine, the line, fine and, line. That's yeah, one that, I remember. And, and uh, I know Jason's done real well solo and kind of taking a country turn in the last number of years. And Jason has, uh, I saw on Facebook, he had a new record coming out and a new and a couple CD release shows.
2: Yep. So want to talk
0: about that for a little bit. So first of all, how you been doing there, Jason?
1: I've been doing real good. Yeah, it's been. Uh, quite a ride ride since going solo. Um, yeah. And definitely changing the sound a little bit, being a little more I suppose honest, which yeah. lends it to more of the folk sound, more of the more of the influences from Springsteen to Tom Petty and that sort of stuff. So I get to do more of that rather than the party rock stuff that I was doing. So who were some of the other bands you guys used to work with with Grayson
0: back in the day? Oh uh, we, like we played the at, Fine Lines. Yeah the
1: Bodines we did a few times with them. Um, Gosh, I don't know, Consensual. Do you remember them? I remember those guys. <laughs> the one guy's a really good bowler. I remember that. Uh, oh, yeah, really? Yeah, he bowled
0: like 300. He did some kind All I
1: know is of- the rhythm section played with Grayson for quite a while after Brian and Petey joined us. Okay. That was fun. Um, I can't remember who else is from so that when, time.
0: Did, when What year did that kind of fizzle out, or what, when did you decide
1: to leave Grayson? Um, geez, I suppose it was 2011, maybe, Okay. When it was finally kind of... Time to grow up, and I just wasn't feeling it, and I had kids, and I'm not much of a parter, partier anymore, or these days anyway, so. Okay. I, uh, just kind of that college rock sound. I wasn't, I was just kind of hating most of the songs we were playing, even the ones I wrote, you know? <laughs> oh, I know that and, feeling. Yeah, so, so you kind of get well known for these songs, and still I get asked for them, and they're just some of the worst songs I've ever written, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: so what was the trigger that made you to go kind of more the country roots rock folk route?
1: Uh, my dad's an old country singer. My grandpa Bill was would play a lot of country songs. My great grandma and grandpa were on the the Sun Valley music. Their Sun Valley barn dances, kind of old bluegrassy sounding okay. stuff. My Uncle from Daisy Dillman. Um, they were assigned to RCA and somebody else and released a few albums in their southern rock and I mean it's just kind of in me it's what I've always loved I've always loved listening to my dad play Willie Nelson songs and Johnny Cash songs and I think I could play you know Folsom Prison Blues at about eight years old you know so nice so it's always uh, been in me but
0: when you started going solo what did your fans think when they were expecting the college? I remember you back today they with the big headbands, a rock star. Oh, yeah. all the, the girls following you around outside the whole block. What's the next show And all of a sudden you're playing Blue Eyes Crying in the Rain
1: by Willie Nelson or something? Surprisingly, I think. They liked it? The bulk of my fan base grew up as well, you know. <laughs> and so I think it was kind of the natural turn. We all having kids and, you know, and stuff like that. And so I think it's, I mean, I, I think some still I, I kind of started over, really. I mean, I had the name, so it was easy to get shows. Yeah. But really, I've kind of rebuilt a fan base, you know, based off a few core fans that followed me through, and and just keep trying to add new ones every time I play.
0: Okay, uh, how many times a month are you playing?
1: Um, well, February is a pretty slow month, um, just because I had gotten back from Europe playing over there, but.
0: Oh, you want to tell us a little bit about that? (laughs) I saw the pictures on Facebook. Yeah, we have Was that the statue of William Wallace?
1: Uh, No, I did not get to see the statue of William Wallace. What statue was that you were standing next to? That was the statue of uh, the king, the... Oh, what's his name from Braveheart? The 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 Bruce, uh, Robert the Bruce. Wow. So we were at the palace there. We got to see that. But uh, for the most part, we were over there to play. You know, the people we were staying with were just awesome. So they took us around to see... A couple of castles and a bunch of just neat historical stuff. We got over to Ireland for one night and played there too. And
0: Oh, jeepers.
1: So it was great. You know, it was pretty neat. It was quite an experience, and they love music over there. And Would you ever go back and do it again? I would love to. I would just love to. It was so much fun, and the people we met. And we got to play in the studio at, like, an actual recording studio for a bunch of other musicians. And we got to play the Grand old Opry in Glasgow. And... Holy cripes! Um, we got to, uh, the first night there. We played a pub, and we showed up, and they had no PA, and we were told everything was provided. There's nothing there, and it's just me and Chad and our acoustic guitars, and 50 people in a room the size of a box, and you couldn't hear anything. I didn't know how they were gonna hear us, but they're just like, yep, just start playing. Once you start playing, everybody just quieted up, and listened to us, and it was just. Perfect beginning of a trip. Can you imagine that happening in Minneapolis? Never, not in a million years. (laughs) Exactly. Unheard of. Yeah, but it was neat. It was a lot of fun. We were over there for 10 days, had seven shows. How did you get that set up? Uh, My buddy, you know, Chad Johnson, he's out of Northfield, um, plays down there. He's a country guy, too. Okay. Um, He just kind of had some connections, and it just kind of circled into me and him going over there together, and I'm actually getting some radio play in Europe. I actually get more radio play in Europe than I do here, so So it kind of worked out. Oh, that's great. Yeah.
0: Um, what's some other big shows coming up in 2016 you're looking forward to? Um, we'll plug the CD release yeah, shows the, those of those. Those are the ones
1: I'm looking forward to the most. You know, we just did the show with Phil Vassar out at the Medina last I weekend. I was gonna
0: ask you about that. Yeah.
1: Um, how did that go? It was awesome, man. He's he's a cool guy. He stopped after his sound check and chatted with us for like fifteen minutes. Just kinda you know, all those Nashville guys are super nice. They just I mean, you have to be. such a small community down there. If you're not, you kind of get kicked out of it. But Yeah. But good guy, and he had a good show, too. He puts on a, hes pretty entertaining. He does a lot of bouncing around and stuff. But, I mean, we sold a lot of CDs, so that's how you kind of judge how the people liked you, you know. That's good. Yeah. I saw him once at Joe's
0: on Weed Street in Chicago. Oh, really? And I saw him—some people from the audience start handing him some shots <laughs> whatever.
1: Whoa.
0: And then by the end, he was spinning— on top of his piano during the song
1: Van Halen Jump. Oh, yeah, he threw in a lot of weird covers that you wouldn't expect him to uh I think Ode to Minneapolis he did uh Purple Rain. Oh and, he did uh yeah and some stuff like that but I think he was, probably had a few. He was spinning on his piano again. <laughs> <laughs> so I was
0: looking at your uh website. Is it Jason Paulson dot com? Jason Paulson Band. Jason Paulson Band. Yeah. Um and you've had some great opening shows with your new band, or some festival shows. A lot yeah. of big names on there. A lot of big Is there names. any other names that stick out
1: besides Phil? Um, I suppose the, the my favorite person I've gotten to meet, actually, uh, would be Corb Lund. Okay. He's a Canadian country guy. If you haven't heard him, you should. He's awesome. He just recorded a new album with David Cobb, kind of the go-to guy in Nashville there with Chris Stapleton and Sturgill Simpson and Jason Isbell. And, Those are some big names there. Yeah, so he uh, recorded with him, and the album's good, but some of his old stuff is pretty great, too. So, I mean, really, as far as that goes, him and, I suppose, meeting Hayes Carl, too, is pretty crazy. And I don't know if you know him, but he's also kind of that Americana, alt-country thing that I love.
2: (laughs) I have
0: heard about him from friends and stuff. Um, I saw, was Keith Urban's name on that list? Yeah,
1: he was. He was. I think I offended Keith Urban, though. You did? (laughs) What'd you do? I kind of made a joke on... uh, how my daughter would love him because he looks like ken from ken and barbie but I didn't, oh you literally were talking to him yeah we were right next to him yeah but oh. he's a he's a great guy like he had a bunch of guitars shipped to we fest so we could sign for like the boys and girls club and stuff to like raise money and stuff i mean like stuff you don't have to do when you're that at that level you know it was just he was a good wow dude. but i mean really i think out of out of that show i think dustin lynch and his crew we talked to quite a bit and hit off and his guitar player really liked my guitar playing and I could see him at the end of the stage standing on the side, kind of staring over at me, going and Yeah, I think, is he from Cumberland, Wisconsin, I think the so, guitar yep, player. Yep.
0: Yeah. Mitchell Curtis. Is it? That's his name. Yeah. Yeah, his family's into the music biz. I think his dad might even own the surf ballroom. Oh really? Down in Clear Lake. Or used to. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Whatever security down there, but um anyway, so Jason Paulson has a new record out called Crow River Ramble. Is this how many solo records have you done now? <clears throat>
1: well that would be My first solo record, because I've done it with the Jason Paulson band, all the other ones, but we have released as Jason Paulson band uh, three. This would be technically the fourth Jason Paulson album, but I really kind of, I didn't use my whole band on this, so I didn't feel right using the band.
0: Okay. What was the the first one? Was it American Pride?
1: American Dream.
0: American Dream and then Daddy's Eyes? Daddy's
1: Eyes, yep, and then I just released last year a double set called History, which was a lot of re recorded songs, a few Grayson songs that I still liked, um, a few covers, uh, a Bodine's tune, a Marshall Tucker tune. Which Parker Bodine's tune? T- Jenny Ray. Okay. The Ballad of Jenny Ray. Yeah. Cool, dude. Uh, some Bob Dylan. like just some stuff in our live show people wanted to hear. So it's kind of, I mean, a collection, I suppose, of almost best of, with a few new songs. How did the licensing go for that stuff? You just buy it. Just buy it. <laughs> I can't put them on, you know, YouTube and I can't put them on iTunes and stuff, but you can get it at the show as long as I. I pay them each time I, I press a new batch of records, you know. But Just cut them a check, on huh? Yep. Uh,
0: so tell me about this new record, Crow River Ramble.
1: This new record is the my favorite, uh, like, batch of songs I've ever written. I think um, it's about as honest as I've ever been in songwriting. It's about, and I mean, the sound comes across exactly the way I hear it in my head. Like, I worked with my, I don't know if you, remember, you know Jason Swenson. He used to play with the Bone Shakers and around I'm town. I'm not sure if I do. But he's a great producer, owns a studio in Waconia, so it was real close to my house. And he just, he actually owns the record label that I released it on, Camper Van Records. And okay. he, uh, he liked the songs enough to to do that. <laughs> and nice. Record it for me for free and uh, push it really? on. Really? Yeah, we got uh, a PR, Michael J. Media is kind of pushing it right now nationally. And so we got some of that stuff rolling for us. But uh, yeah, it's just the way it turned out it just turned out real it sounds honest it's not you know not layers of guitars and not you know like triggers on drums and auto-tune on vocals I mean it's that's us (laughs) you know and all the raw glory and is there any country rap on it Jason ah you will never hear me (laughs) touch country rap no I mean everybody's entitled to what they want to listen to but but this is more uh I love Americana music I love Jason Isbell's Last two albums. Uh, it started with the Bodings. I love the Bodings. They're probably one of my favorite bands ever. On to Counting Crows. I love Counting Crows, and it just kind of led me to. That's kind of the mix. Your influences in this record. On this record, it's it's very much. I mean, I don't no. I don't. I don't know if I can name an influence on this because I have a blues song on it. I have what would sound probably like an Irish song on it. Um, I have some country on it. I have some rock. I have some that's probably more inspired by my uncle with the big harmonies, like the Eagles and stuff like that and I don't I mean I just I just got tired about 2 years ago of playing what people wanted to hear and started playing what I wanted to hear and it's been going good. And, nice. And this is a result of those songs I just like the songs I listen to is what I want on an album. Cool. I got to meet Jason
0: Isabel a few years back in Austin city oh, limits. I'm jealous. Um, what a cool guy! That's when he was. This was many years ago, yeah. he was in the uh, Drive By Truckers. Yeah. Did you listen to those yeah. guys, oh, yeah. Patterson Hood and yeah. Mike Cooley. Yep. Yeah. They were scary. Yeah. Like they were like scary dudes. I remember sitting in the audience, like, whoa, you didn't know if they were gonna throw the guitars at you or not. And I yeah. saw Jason uh, Isabel just standing outside a. Stubbs, I think, in Austin. Okay. He's having a cigarette or something. I got a picture of him, and he's <laughs> real nice. And, and I guess since he's sobered up now, he's had some real popular records. And, yeah. And uh,
1: he had some good songs. His songs are still my favorite with the Trucker. It's the Decoration Day and Danko and Emanuel. And those are some of my... What's that one about uh, Don't Give It Away? Remember
0: that song off Decoration Day? Um, um, don't Sing with a Fake British Accent. Oh, don't yeah, give it yeah. Away. The outfit. G- the, out- the
1: Outfit. The Outfit the outfit. Yeah.
0: Don't say what you're wearing yeah. an outfit. I That's my, a good I make song. my
1: son listen to that one because it's make sure you call home on your sister's birthday and make sure you
2: <laughs> have fun
0: But it's so heartfelt. He must have been young when he did that stuff.
1: Well, he was young when he was in the truckers. He was by far the youngest. I think he was in his 20s still, you know, so he's only, what is he now, 37 or something, so.
0: Yeah, wow. I know he plays around here every now and then. I I just saw him him. on Monday
1: (laughs) at the, the, me and my wife went down. She bought me tickets for my birthday, so he went down to the Northrup. Okay. Yeah. So did you spend some time in Nashville ever? I have spent lots of time in Nashville, yeah. we went. Down. How are your
0: experiences down there?
1: I like the tour side better than the other side. <laughs> uh, we went down there, and I remember we met with a bunch of people, a bunch of publishing companies. They all wanted me to move down there and write with their writers and and stuff like that, and it sounded all good. But I met with a, a guy at a record label. He uh, I can't remember the labels for the life of me now, but uh, he kind of told me when I was down there that I should head to Austin if I'm heading anywhere. Otherwise, if you're making a living in Minnesota, it's more than most people are doing in Nashville, so stay there, <laughs> you know? You can break out just as easily from there, he says, and you can from anywhere, and it comes from, you know, hard ticket sales. If you can get people to come watch you and just keep doing that, just keep doing it. And and that was kind of it. And then we have some friends down there and they, they took us to kind of a songwriter bar where they were doing a songwriter round. And I remember calling my wife during the show saying there's no way we're moving to Nashville because we were really considering it but it was like walking into the sea of broken dreams you know it was just hundreds of songwriters just praying to get a chance to sing a song up there you know and and hoping somebody would find and i mean it was just it's heartbreaking like yeah i don't think they get as many chances to play down there as we do and when they do it's for tips you know and i don't know so i'm i like nashville i like going down there i like i met vince gill when he was playing with the time jumpers and
0: oh he rocks and got
1: to talk to him a little bit that was awesome and I used to work for a
0: publishing down a company down there for like 10, 12 years, and I never made any money off it, it just is what it is, but, yep. but I remember it is kind of sad, all those songwriter nights and you're just waiting for weeks or all day just to play this one song, and, yep. and uh, I remember this one songwriter guy came in, I'm not going to say who it is, but he came and talked to our publishing company once. And he and he was telling me the same similar thing that if you're making a living where you're at, you know that's that's just do that. Because yep. he goes, I got one question for you. Uh, he was, how do you get a songwriter off your porch in Nashville? You pay for the pizza. Yeah. <laughs> it's
1: about right. Yeah.
0: Um, so anyway, uh, we always, so tell us about the CD
1: release shows. CD release show, we got two of them. We got March 19th at the 318 in Excelsior. It's a town I grew up in. It's a small venue, so I don't think there's a whole lot of tickets left or seats left, but you can go on their website and reserve your spots. If And it's uh, it's acoustic, we're going to do it. Uh, Mike Gleason, used to play in Grayson, is going to open up and play uh, like a half hour of his new CD. And um, then we're going to play just a CD from front to back and just kind of tell the stories behind the song and and some of how things were recorded and some of the stuff that happened and who was on it and just, I kind of like the storyteller things, get to roll through and introduce the songs a little bit more, maybe hopefully they can see a deeper meaning than, yeah. you know, and then we're doing Lola's, which is right down the street from my house. Nice. <laughs> and uh, we're doing that on March 25th, Friday, and... That'll be fun. That's kind of the the band we're gonna rock out and we'll do the Is your buddy Keith Urban gonna open? I don't know if he will. I gotta <laughs> I gotta call into him and we'll see what happens, but Yeah. Well
0: oh, that's cool, man. Um so Every week on this show, I do a story behind the song segment here. Yeah. And you and you'd sent me a song, yep. great song that looks like the first song off the, off the yeah, album called it's "Bad the, Habits." A new single, yeah. Um, can you tell us about that song, or the story behind the song, or the recording process, or anything you'd like to share about that song?
1: Um, well, the story behind it is uh, it's it's quite autobiographical, <laughs> other than the fact that I'm not going to write bad checks and I long over my bad habits, but um, it, I just actually came up with that. I'd sat down to write a positive album. A lot of my albums have whiskey in them and a lot of dark stuff, and uh, I suppose that's therapy in some way. But yeah, um, I just sat down. I was going to write this this positive album. It was going to be like kind of uplifting, and you know, and and stuff like that. And this is the first song that came out, and it's called "Bad Habits and Bad Checks," you know, <laughs> and uh, and I just. For what it is, but it's life, like I work three jobs, you know, so I can keep doing this, I work at a school, I'm a music director at a church, and uh and I love all my jobs and then so, and playing in the band and and so, yeah, it's kind of that, and you know, chasing the dream, chasing yep. the highway, doing all the doing all the shows and and hoping somebody notices and when did you write the song i just i wrote it um right before I went in the studio, it was one of the it was Jason had come to me and said I want to release an album of yours and you know I want you to come in and record it and do you have some songs and I said yeah I got a bunch of them and I only had like two actually <laughs> so I sat down and I just was in a creative mood and they were coming you know the first two had already come and so I sat down with this and and, and with that kind of title I don't know where I, where I pulled it from but and I just kind of wrote the song um, and I yeah it was so it's been written maybe in October Nice. You know, um, I was going to ask you, where
0: did you get the idea for the the title of the record, Crow River Ramble?
1: Well, Crow River runs through Carver County all over the place. You know, it runs through Watertown and Delano, and I live in Carver County, and I pass over it a lot. And I wanted to keep it. Like the the album's really honest. It's really, you know, a lot of it's tied to me, and I wanted it, the title to tie back to to that as well. You know, the the area where we're playing in, the area we come from, and something that led back to Minnesota. And so the, it's just. And then the ramble part comes from, uh, I'm a huge LeVon Helm fan. Like, I love LeVon Helm. And uh, his rambles at his barn that he had, and then he released the ramble at the Ryman. And so so I kind of stole the ramble from him. (laughs) Out of all the podcasts
0: I've been doing, I think LeVon Helm, that name has been dropped more than anybody I've even talked to. This is 20-some episodes in. Everyone likes Levon. And I would be doing the same thing, dropping his name as well. I love the guy.
1: I, I can't get enough. I mean, he's my, my, probably my, one of my favorite artists of all time. This What's what your favorite song that he sings? Ophelia.
0: I'm going to play it tonight. All right, be my it. first song. I, I do it every
1: night, yeah. <laughs> Ophelia, where that's have just, you gone? Yeah, That's strange, man. Not many people do that, you know. Yeah,
0: but, I'll kick it off tonight. I, yeah. I promise. And I start in a half hour. <laughs>
2: Whatever became of Ophelia
0: Ophelia, come back um, Anyway, so Jason, uh, where can people get a hold of you for booking or can pick up your new record, Crow River Ramble?
1: Um, They can pick it up um, at campervanrecords.com. They can pick it up. Um, it's going to be on iTunes after the release date of March 25th. Um, It'll be on all the digital outlets. Um, they can pick up at a show. Um, you can find out where I'm playing by going to jasonpaulsonband.com. Um, if you want to book a show, you can go on there, too, and all the info for for that is on there.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Mr. Jason Paulson, thank you so much for being on the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Thanks so much for having yeah, me. Thanks, man. Good luck with the CD release shows and the new CD. I appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. All right, thanks. Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the Mark Stary Music Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for a new podcast about life and times in the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. Also, if you get a chance, please go check out some live music somewhere. It could be a great and worthwhile experience. Life is short. Go have some fun. Till next time.
2: guys could always see a better part of me and i wonder just how much i have left they say money can't buy smiles but it could hide the pain a while instead of working three jobs just to live in debt they say love is on So I wonder what comes next that habit old that it checks Lately really I've been too damn tired to fight So the highway calls again I wonder will it end There's no hope For an honest man It seems Oh and I can Shake these ghosts They're hanging awfully close It's 30 years Of failures All I see They say love. So I wonder what comes next Bad habits or bad chest Maybe I've been too damn tired to fight All who wander are not lost And you can't afford the cost of the story Too damn tired to